0: Welcome to the Happy Hour Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm here every week, and I'm so glad that you're here today. Every week, I invite a girlfriend to join me on the show, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Before we get to our guest today, I want to thank our sponsor, which is Hooray Mail. Hooray Mail is a subscription snail mail delivered twice per month for kids ages two to six. In each brightly colored envelope, they're going to find a personalized card and a fun activity. The activities are super simple and can be done in five minutes using supplies you already have around your home, like crayons or scissors. Kids grow like weeds before your eyes, and they get plenty of daily screen time. So let's slow down and start a snail mail revolution. Because really, what kid, or adult, for me as well, doesn't love mail? Whenever my kids get mail, they love it, and it's not very often. And so we've done this, and story was so happy when she got this in the mail. So guys, go to HoorayMail.com. If you can't remember the link, it'll be on my webpage. Go to HoorayMail.com. Use the coupon code HAPPYHOUR to get 50% off your first month. Guys, today my guest is Elena Mays. And Elena and I have a great conversation about just God showing up in the valleys of life. And what does balance really look like? Elena's a teacher and a mama to two adorable twin girls. Um, And she's also been on my texting radar for help with stories hair. So that's who she is because I love her hair. And so she is such a sweet, sweet girl. And you're going to love this conversation. Guys, before we get to the show, I'd love it if I could just ask you for a favor. I'm wondering if you could go to iTunes and rate or review the show. I know it's like, oh, Jamie, I just want to listen. I don't want to go do this. But it really does help out the show and it helps when people find the show. It's easy. Go to jamieivycom slash iTunes and I'll take all the five stars that you want to hand out. Okay, guys, here is my chat with Elena. Hey, Elena, welcome to the happy hour.
1: Hey, thank you.
0: I am so happy that we finally got this. I was just telling you, we have rescheduled this about 8,000 times <laughs> because we're both working women and Insanely busy. and Insanely busy. But I think it worked out better.
1: It did. It did. And um, it's so funny because this is exactly what I feel like the Lord has been teaching me over the past I feel like he's been trying to like bang this into my brain, just flexibility and just trusting his timing and literally all things working out for your good and perfectly. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think over the past couple of years, I've been letting it sink in. I've been getting it. So it's like, yeah, keep showing it to you. I know. I know. And I'm like, yeah, God, this is good. Like this does work out. Your timing is absolutely perfect. (laughs) Are you a control person?
0: Like you like to be in control of everything?
1: I don't want to say yes, but yeah, I know. I was like, that's such a horrible characteristic to have, but, um, I am. And I think it's more out of fear Mm. than uh, like actually wanting to control a situation or someone else. It's just, it's fear like and, fear
0: of what might happen if you're out of control,
1: yeah, like fear of um for example, you know we we want our kids to behave well, mm-hmm. right, and And if we're out in public and, you know, a blowout happens or, you know, they, they tantrum, you, you fear like, what are people going to think of me? Mm. Um, Do I have enough clothes? Do I have enough diapers? It's always, it's some sort of fear that's driving us to, I'm also a perfectionist, which is also something I do not want to admit to, but, um, It's it's just fear and just like letting the Lord just lay laying it all at his feet and letting the Lord have that has been a huge like weight off of my shoulders. It's it's been glorious to just let the Lord have all the fear. Like, this is what I'm afraid of, this is what's freaking me out, this is this is what I'm worried about and letting him deal yeah like it's, it's good
0: it's so easy too. on the flip side when you've actually done that in the moment to say oh yeah that is better and then sure enough yeah. another time happens <laughs> and you have to learn the same dang lesson again yeah it yeah because we are
1: I totally agree I absolutely agree and um I'm learning that just like there are a million different sides of the Lord, there are a million different things that we're afraid of. Yeah. And um it's almost like we can't, we cannot just accept I'm afraid of this, mm-hmm. because in this one thing we're afraid of, there are a million different reasons we're afraid of it. Yeah. So the more we are in scary situations and the more the Lord has to teach us. His faithfulness and his goodness, the more we're able to recognize all the many different things we're afraid of and give it to him. Mm,
0: that's so good. And, you know, you've personally walked through some things recently about oh, girl. <laughs> fear <laughs> and trust and control. And yes. I don't yes. remember when I started following you on Instagram, but um, okay. I love your Instagram because Thank you, you just have beautiful girls and I love following your story. Um, but I didn't know at first that you were a single mom yeah um i just i've been accused of not having enough pictures on my husband on Instagram, so I thought maybe you just didn't want to put yours up either
1: um, maybe she's just obsessed with her kids There you, go. you know it's it's so funny because um uh, but this, is how new, do you, this
0: is this is new to you right it's it's new it
1: is really really fairly new. Um, things, I don't, it's so new. I don't even know how to, how to talk about it. You know, like I I don't even know the, the right vocabulary and the right words to say, but, um, I guess at the end of the day, things I, I split from my husband in, I think like October of last year Mm -hmm. and, um, our divorce was finalized in May. So it is really, really new. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot are still like, but you're married, right? And I'm like, ah, no. And, um, you know, they'll I'm still referred to as my ex-husband's wife. And I'm not like, oh, no, he is, I am not his (laughs) wife anymore. I'm not like that at all. I'm just like, you know, sometimes I just roll with it. You know, it's not, you know, uh, a big enough deal for me to correct because uh, thankfully I'm – again, just the sweetness of the Lord. I'm, I'm so thankful that we don't hate each other. I almost want to say past cordial, like, it, it's almost like a friendly situation. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's still things that we obviously have to work through. But it's good. You know, it's so good. And um it's good, girl. I don't.
0: Well, I. I mean, I know <laughs> this is so new for you, and yeah. I definitely don't want to talk about your divorce at all because it's a none of my business or anybody's listening to business, <laughs> first of all. Um, but it is a reality that you're single parenting as well. It I is. mean, and I guess yeah. co-parenting with your ex-husband as well. Mm-hmm. How does that? I mean, you have to think. Nobody goes into life thinking at all, right? That I'm gonna. And, and I know you struggled through infertility as well, and so yeah, no one yeah. just no one gets married and thinks, oh, I'm gonna struggle with infertility. And then no one thinks, Oh, I think I'm going to have babies and then I'm going to end up getting a divorce. Like no one thinks that. How has that looked for you? And how have you seen God like really, really get you through these times that nobody ever thinks are going to happen to them?
1: All I can say is it was God. Like I, I literally do not know. I, I have no idea. Um, and so many people are like you have gone through this so gracefully you are so strong you are i mean just literally just speaking so much encouragement and compliments and just words over me that i i would never ever describe it like i don't i have no idea like i literally i i literally have no mm-hmm. idea um because all I ever wanted to be was a wife and a mom. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, a wife and a mom. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. And um, got married. And, like, I think the next year we were like, okay, baby. It's like, let's build this family and, you know, whatever. And infertility. Okay, cool. That was horrible. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it was hard. And um, that's when I actually started blogging through that. And I have no idea why I did that. And again, that was like a God thing. Even the name of my blog, Unashamed Growth, and that has, my blog has seen so much growth, you know, of personal growth, really, especially um, over the past few years, that it was, it's, it was God, like, I I literally have no idea just going through the infertility. And then we tried adoption that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, those attempts failed and just, it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot in a very short amount of time. And I'm just so thankful to the Lord that, um, even though I think privately it was devastating and so hard and lots of tears, lots of prayer, lots of, um i feel like rebuilding that the lord has done mm-hmm. and shaping and you know breaking down and putting back together that um i have to say i i i have gone through it well and what so, uh, and what do you think is attributed to that part of my desire to do things well <laughs> that perfectionist in me mm-hmm. that wants to do things well but also just the heart for god that he's given me he has drawn me closer to him in ways that i just wasn't ever expecting you know and he's matured me in him and it's been good like that's that's all i can say like all of these valley experiences have grown me so much closer to him like the only words i can literally think of are maturation growth love for the Lord, Mm -hmm. abiding in him Mm -hmm. and just, it's been good.
0: You know, and I think I've (laughs) seen, you know, I've seen this in my life and although my struggles are different than yours, I've never walked through a divorce and never walked through infertility. I still have had so many struggles in my life and it seems as though God is always faithful because it's his character. That's what he he does. Right. And it seems as though in those valleys, like you just mentioned, that it's almost like you can feel him even more. Than when you're not in the valley. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Um... It's like you have this, you have this deep, deep need for him. And I think it's mm-hmm. in those moments when God is like, I'm going he to mold up you, you and shape yeah. you and build your character so much yeah. in these moments. And so you hear people talk all the time and say, like, I'm thankful for that season of suffering. And that sounds ludicrous to the world. But the reason it that they're thankful insane. for it is because they, the growth that God did in them was just it was immeasurable to any other time in their life. And that's what I feel like you're saying.
1: Absolutely. And um, in those Valley moments, it's so easy to cry out to the Lord and be like, why are you doing this to me? Like, why am I going through these struggles? Why am I having such a hard time? It's easy to look at other people and say, but you know, they... They're having it. They have it so good, and they have it so easy, and mm. you know all of these things just seem to fall into place for them. But I, I would not trade this valley for the world, mm. you know. And, um, I guess being the perfectionist and and desiring the Lord and and wanting good, I've learned to just know and trust and believe that God is good to me. Mm. He is so good to me, even though life has been hard for me. Right. Right. So,
0: um, and so this, this new life that you're learning to live right (laughs) now as a single mom, well, you are a single mom to toddler twin Twin, girls.
1: Yes. Girls. The drama is insane. It is. (laughs) Toddler twin girls. Um, yeah, and thankfully they have. They are so good, though. Like they, they are good babies. They don't. These are my first kids. First of all, right. like I, they're my only kids, uh-huh. and um, I don't know what toddlers are supposed to be like. Okay. you know, I've, I I have nieces and um, I I spent a lot of time with them in their, you know, in their life. But I don't really remember their toddler years. Yeah, You know, I, I, I didn't go into my baby's life thinking, okay, well, babies do this, they do that, they do this, expect this and expect that. So I feel like they are like throwing me into the deep end. But again, just another reason I'm just so, the Lord is good to me. They are good babies. Oh. They, they... I mean, they were preemies, so I, I, they spent a couple of weeks in the NICU. How early they, were they born? They were born at 34 weeks. Okay. So um, they spent a couple of weeks in the NICU, scary moments there, you know, just as a, as a new mom. For sure. Um, but they don't really cry very much. They, I don't know. Like, I don't they're, even know. What
0: they're-, <laughs> they're great. How old are they right now?
1: They're, they just turned 18 months. Okay. They just yeah. turned
0: 18 months. Mm-hmm. You have two children, 18 months old, <laughs> um, which is just, you know, I see people that have twins and I'm just like, first of all, I'm like amazing because you know, let's do it. But then other times I'm like, this is great. You're getting like, you're already doing it once. Just do it twice. And then yeah. you got these you know- two kids.
1: It's great because when we were going through our infertility, I would go to our endocrinologist and I would I would literally say, give me all the drugs (laughs) like the highest level of hormone that you can give me like shoot it up because I wanted wanted multiples. I've always wanted multiples. First of all, like my mom was like, you're insane. You have no idea what you're asking for. I was like, no, Lord, give me I want like quints, like give me all all the kids. All the kids because I wasn't sure if I could get pregnant again and I wanted more than one child. And I want I I just I have three other siblings. I love it. Like, it's great. And um, I didn't want an only child. You know, so again, oh, uh, the Lord blessed me with these babies spontaneously. Like when I got pregnant with them, I was like, I'm done. Okay, Lord, like it's only going to be me and my husband. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. And I found out randomly that I was pregnant. Was and
0: that then your with first twins,
1: pregnancy? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And then with twins, absolute blessing. Like the Lord gave me everything I asked for. Um, so I have these two babies and they love each other and it's fun and they are generally great sleepers. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they have, you know, when they're teething and all of that, they their sleep habits are interrupted, but I mean, it's been good. That's the awesome. Lord That's yeah. That's so good. That's so yeah. good. So
0: now single parenting, what would you say is the hardest issue that you're having to deal with as Doing this gig gig alone. Yeah.
1: Um, I would say doing it all by yourself. Like literally everything is on you in the day to day. Like obviously my family's great and I have great friends and a great support system. But, um, when we get home, it's, it's not like I can say, Hey, you bathe them while I fix dinner or like literally the day to day. And then, um, I guess being everything like that's the scariest thing. Again, perfectionist kicks in. Like, okay, if you end up crazy, it's <laughs> all eyes are on me. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like when you're tantruming, am I responding to you in the right way? Mm-hmm. Am I being patient enough with you? Am I, you know, spending enough time with you? And you know, I'm I'm working and parenting and you know, trying to still have time for myself and time for the Lord and, you know, like, am I balancing all of that yeah. well enough? Yeah. Um, so that's scary. Just, so
0: how, I mean, how is, how is it finding balance? I think balance is a really weird
1: and hard word that
0: kind of gets it is overused a, it, and weird, you know?
1: Exactly. It's like one of those, those hashtags, you know, like right. hashtag balance. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like that does not exist.
0: And I think that balance for me looks different than you. And so when we start yeah, saying, absolutely. this is what balance looks like, then we women start going, but I don't look like that. So I must be unbalanced.
1: Right, right. It's this chase of this life that is so different for everybody. And then it's the comparison thing kicks in. And Uh it's...
0: So how does Elena... How do you... Like, what does balance mean to you?
1: Balance for Elena is sometimes not eating dinner. It's sometimes like literally putting the girls down. Their bedtime is 7.30. And thankfully, I had a friend... That was like, they need a bedtime mm-hmm. because they, they didn't like at first. Cause I didn't know. I was like, I'm a teacher first uh-huh. of all. So the summer, but they were like six to nine months in the summer and I didn't really have to go anywhere the next day. So they didn't have a bedtime routine. Like I had no idea that they needed a bedtime.
0: Right. <laughs> like, and your friend was like, listen, to I'm gonna make your exactly. life easier. Put those exactly. kids Exactly.
1: They need a bedtime and, um, I was like, okay, well, they go to bed at 10. And she's like, no, they need to go to bed earlier so that <laughs> you can have your own time. So, um, thankfully they, they, they go to bed at seven thirty consistently every single day. And in that time is when I kind of squeeze in whatever I need to do. Cause I have to go to bed at like nine 10 o'clock yeah. or I'm the biggest crap. Uh-huh. So, um, and it, that, that, two-hour time frame looks different every single day. Um, Some days I clean, some days I read, some days I sit on the couch and do nothing. Some days, you know, I read my devotionals and my books. So balance, I don't believe is a set thing. And for me being structured, that was difficult to accept. Like every single day, you don't have the same exact routine. It varies and it differs. And The Lord just showed me his grace in that too, because I was so hard on myself about what needed to be done, getting this whole checklist ticked off every single day. And it's like, that is not where you need to be right now. Like, Mm -hmm. that some things are going to be undone, and that's okay. Sometimes your laundry is going to sit in the dryer or sit on your couch Mm -hmm. for a couple of days, and that's all right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's and, almost kind
0: of coaching yourself to be okay with the things that you think aren't supposed to be okay.
1: Right. And trusting, again, trusting the Lord in that. You know, it's, uh, oh, Jamie, when I tell you the Lord has just been showing me how good he is and just how okay incomplete life is. Mm-hmm. You know, like incomplete tasks are okay. Mm-hmm. Um, undefined roles and undefined periods of life are okay. You know, just resting and abiding in him and realizing that your kids are going to be all right. If (laughs) you know, they, they watch Disney for an hour, right.
0: It's okay. Yeah. Have you experienced any kind of bitterness in the last couple of years towards God or towards your ex-husband? Um,
1: bitterness towards God. I anger for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and towards my husband, yes, but I'm so thankful that it didn't last long. I've been in counseling since 2014.
0: It's mm-hmm. <laughs> good. I'm a fan of counseling. December,
1: yeah. December of 2014, right before I went into the, I was on hospital bed rest for like eight days before the girls came. And um, the week before that, I, I started counseling and it's been so good and the bitterness and the anger doesn't last long and i think that there are it would it would be a lie and absolutely impossible to say oh no i'm not angry towards right. god mm-hmm. and my husband no not angry towards him but your life turned upside down you know yeah. and but again thankfully the lord is is graceful and um so kind and loving in those moments of anger and fear really all of that is rooted in fear and mm um, sadness that, you know, he loves you through it and it's okay. You know, it's literally okay to have havoc and chaos Mm -hmm. reign in your life and for you to cry out and wonder why and be angry because like, like we have agreed that that's not what you go into a marriage or, um, faith in the Lord expecting.
0: Yeah. And, and the honest truth is that God can take it. He can,
1: can you know, isn't that wonderful? So I am, and we'll, I know we'll talk about this later, but reading this book and just knowing that that is what commitment looks like, you know, commitment, the Lord's commitment to you. He can take those hard feelings. Like he can take the Mm -hmm. anger. He can take the fear. He can take all of that. So when you lay it out, I think when we we get so caught up in who we think the Lord is, and we box him in. Like I can't tell the Lord I'm angry with him. Right. I can't yell at him. I can't. You know, he's God. Like mm-hmm. I, I have to. You know, only show happy feelings and and thankfulness. And no, he is God. That's exactly right. So he he can take. Yeah. You know your feelings in the valley in these yeah. hard moments and. And thankfully,
0: we have that um, displayed in his word. I mean, we see that from his followers, especially a lot of the Psalms that David wrote. You know, he's crying out and saying, God, where are you? Have you left me? Um, And then we get to see the flip side also of him um, knowing that, you know, God is his shelter and um, Mm -hmm. he is with him. And so that's just amazing. Hey, guys, before we get back to the conversation with Elena, I want to thank another sponsor for this week's happy hour. And that is Prep Dish. Um, you hear me talk a lot about Prep Dish because they're just doing amazing things. It's a healthy subscription based meal planning service. So, a couple things that stand out there is healthy, that's good to know. Um, and it's subscription based, so you subscribe, and then it's a meal planning service. So, after you sign up, you're going to get an email every week. And in that email is going to be a grocery list. And also instructions on how to prep your meals. So you take your little list to the grocery store. You check everything off. And when you come home or whenever you want, you'll just spend a couple of hours prepping all of your meals. And then you have meals prepped for the rest of the week. Not only is this an amazing time saver, which all of us are looking for in our lives, but it 's a great way to start eating healthy and I know it 's like back to school we 're trying to get our heads back on straight, and you might want to start off those family dinners with healthy meals and this is a great way to help to do that. All of the meals are made with real food, nothing processed, and as a subscriber, you have the option of gluten free dairy free or paleo meal plans so she's getting healthy meals in front of you the chef allison is offering listeners of the happy hour a special rate of four dollars for the first month so guys it's a great time to try this out as you're getting back into the swing of school and stuff go to prepdish.com happy hour and that's going to get you a four dollar trial okay here's the rest of my conversation with elena okay it's summertime it's summer which has to be your favorite time of the year
1: it is you Cause know, you're a teacher. And I I just have,
0: I just have in my mind, well, I used to be a teacher too, before we had kids, but I just have in my mind that teachers like, like they just cannot wait until May and then they're just on auto drive and then June gets here and they're like, this is the best time in the world. And they just like, everything's out the window and schedules are gone and they just live it up. That's what I'm imagining a teacher life is like, um,
1: yeah, yeah, there, you know, some, some days are like that, but there's a lot of prep and there's a lot of, training and a lot of um just getting back into the swing of things that yeah. goes on you like now it's july is literally days away and it's like okay school it's almost august it's almost you here. know <laughs> what grade what grade do you teach i well i i taught second grade for I I started teaching when Thomas and I got married. So I guess six years, Mm -hmm. but now I'm moving to fourth and fifth grade. So I'm kind of, you're
0: kind of starting uh, over.
1: Yeah. And I don't even know what to expect. I think
0: you're going to like it more.
1: I think so. I think so. Especially mm-hmm. with having babies who they're starting pre-K yeah. in August. So having more mature children who yes, are you're students, love it. <laughs> yeah, who yeah. are able to kind of do their own thing is going to be amazing because I'm going to have to go home and do everything. color. Yeah. 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 Do, and then, you know, it's a whole nother, like they're going to have homework. So mm-hmm. learning that Is going to be interesting, too, because I thought that just going home, making dinner, giving baths, playing a little bit was hectic. It's going to be really hectic when we have projects and, you know, actually getting them ready to go to school. It's going to be insane.
0: Yeah. Well, you can take my philosophy and you can. What is it? My philosophy is I hate homework. So... um, I can't really do that anymore with the middle schooler, but my elementary kids, I'm just so <laughs> loose about it. I'm like – Are you really? Yeah. I want you to read because obviously I think you know it's reading important. Is, a, is important and I think that you yeah. should read at home. I try to discipline myself to read at home every day sure. as well.
1: Sure. But the
0: other stuff, literally, I'm like, you guys go get it done and then let's play because I think – the school district has had my children for eight hours today right and i only see them for three or four exactly and do homework for an hour so yeah at my house i am like i could care less about homework and i would tell a teacher that too
1: i don't know what type of like mom of school kids i'm going to be i I have no idea and i'm a little terrified
0: well, I was when we have one of our kids that really struggles with school. And so at okay. first I was really, really like a tyrant about his homework because I felt as though we got to catch up. We got so much to right. learn. You got to go. Right. And then I realized, actually, this is really difficult for him. And he spent the entire day being right. really difficult. Right.
1: Yeah. We need to have yeah. a time at
0: home when we're not having to. So I'm lo- lo- a lot looser about right. it. Right. My sixth grader gets off the bus at like five o'clock. What? Yeah. So he goes like 9 to 4.15, but by the time the right. bus gets home, it's 5 o'clock. It's 5. Oh, so my I'm gosh. Thinking, that's late. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're you know, and we then, only have a few yeah. hours left of Oh, them.
1: my goodness. You know, and uh, it's, again, going to have to learn the Lord in a whole different way when school begins because I'm also a cheer coach, you know. Oh, so, I can see
0: you doing that.
1: Yeah. So having practices a uh-huh. couple of times a week, having games, we're gonna get home late too. Yep. Like seriously late, like six thirty, seven o'clock.
0: And then it's time for bed.
1: Yeah. So it's like homework, like how are you gonna get it all in? Like mm-hmm. so and and like I said, I'm not I'm not sure because I'm I'm already like paranoid about what kind of students they're going to be. Because oh. as a teacher, you know, you don't want your kid to be that student yeah. who it's like causing the teacher to pull out her hair and you want that. And they, they started like a summer program at the school they're going to go to, Uh um, a couple weeks ago. And again, super paranoid. I'm asking the teacher, like, how are they doing? You know, are they okay? And she's like, yeah, they follow the rules. They, they do what they're supposed to do. They watch out for each other. You know, they're always looking for each other. So I'm like, okay, praise the Lord. I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, when this homework starts, like, I, in my mind, I imagine me being like, we got to get our homework done. Like, write okay, your letters. Here's, here's my advice. Erase it if it's not super neat.
0: Here's my advice. Are you ready? Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> oh, but I'm Let- so – it and like,
1: gonna, you know how hard that's going to be for me.
0: I know, but they have so much school left for the rest of their life. They're they so do. young.
1: I know. Like, why freak them out? Don't freak two. them out and don't
0: freak yourself out.
1: <laughs> Let yeah. it go. Yeah. You can Find just, balance. That word, buy, right? Yes. Balance. Yes, 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 yes. Find the balance. <laughs> okay, well, I have a teacher
0: question for you. Okay. Um you know, for all of us that send our kids to school every day, um, what is the best thing that a parent can do for you throughout the year?
1: So the best thing a teacher can do for their, for uh, a parent can do for their teacher is just know that they're the teacher loves your kid and she wants the best for them. And let's give each other grace. Like let's just cover each other with grace Yeah, and, um, work together. Okay. Tell me a crazy parent story. My favorite, favorite, favorite parent stories are, the ones where the teacher like hates you at first uh-huh. and because their, their kid is perfect and I get it. My kids are perfect angels, Uh-huh. you know, and um, they end up loving you in the end because they realize that you do like my kid, you uh-huh. know, it, it's, it's all love and um, you're a person too, you know, and I, I think, Now, again, being a parent, you, the classroom and your teacher, I I feel like they're preparing your kid for life. And when it's like a little community, like we learn rules to function well in the community and parents, we want to protect our kids. We want them to be happy And you just learn that that's not what life is about. Like in the classroom, your kids are not always going to be happy and that's okay Mm. because they learn to adapt. They learn to deal with change. They learn to, um, you know, still function well when, you know, another student might not like them. That's okay because that's, that's the world, you know, everyone isn't going to love your child. Everyone isn't going to think the best of them. And sometimes, what everyone's honestly. not going to love my kid? No, and you know <laughs> honestly sometimes your kid is going to give people reasons not to like them. Okay, well this
0: this brings me to a question, okay? And all this. Yeah. One of my kids and they shall rename name they shall nameless. remain nameless. Yeah, don't,
1: don't rat them out.
0: No, not at all. Uh, but <laughs> this particular child um, gets in trouble more at school than any right. of my others. And so this is right. a new thing for me because mm-hmm. I'm used to my kids not getting in trouble obeying the rules right. and right. you know, I don't want to create robots by any means. Mm-hmm. And so this child is particularly very strong willed and mm-hmm. just,
1: is is it the middle child?
0: I'm not going to rat him out. Okay. Okay. It's the youngest. There we go. Oh, I said gosh. it. <laughs> uh, no, my daughter, she's just so like, she's such a, she's going to be a leader someday. I'd really pray that for her. Right. Um, but for now she's, str- you know, she struggles sometimes. And I always feel as though, um, I always feel as though it's a, like a reflection on me. And the truth is, is that it's not, it's not, you know, and I know that. And, and I don't, I I struggle with approval and I don't want to be so worried of what the teachers think of me that I don't parent well, because I want to parent her the best way, even if she does get in trouble, you know, like, okay, we're going to move on. But I always just feel as though the teachers are like judging you. Yes, (laughs) exactly.
1: No, I, and you know what? Maybe they are. And that's okay too. But it's not, it's not,
0: that's not my issue. Right
1: it's It's not, and that's something I've had to learn too um that other people's choices aren't a reflection of you, hmm. you know they are their choices, they are doing the best that they can in that time frame, and they're doing what they think is right mm-hmm. you know and and we know the the word says that you know we all do what's right in our own eyes and thankful that the Lord um gives us the word and and godly counseling and wisdom to help us to um you know sh- to shape us towards his heart but um we all have i think we can all look back and in some grade level or or period of our schooling to say that was a hard year for me yeah you know yeah. my 4th grade year was tough i got in trouble all of the time but that didn't mean my my parents didn't love me. Oh, that doesn't sure. mean that yeah. my, my parents didn't do, weren't, weren't disciplining me or teaching me in that moment. So um, that was just my growing period yeah. and, and that's okay. And I think it stresses kids out. I've seen it when parents try to make them be a certain way or, um, and I, I think also, you know, we, we try to, we do the best that we can. And, you know, sometimes we feel like that looks like creating perfect, a perfect little world in a perfect little bubble for our kids. And that doesn't always benefit them. Yeah. For so, sure. um, yeah, just letting them live life and experience consequences, natural consequences for their choices and their behavior. You know, it, it is what it is. Like it's it, they're, they're not going to become criminals If they have to sit out at recess or do an hour of detention for not turning in their homework.
0: Right. You sound like a great teacher. I bet (laughs) that you love your kids to death
1: for sure. I do. I Uh, do. And I am a, a proponent for natural consequences. Like again, again, like parents are like, no, she, let me want to send notes and apologies for homework. They didn't do their homework. It's okay. Like, I I love it too. They're going to have to sit out and complete it or they, you know, might not make the best grade on the assignment, Yep. but that's a learning lesson and they're okay. You know, I I absolutely feel that we have to give kids responsibility and, um, taking that away from them, not making them do chores or not making them, you know, be responsible for something hinders them more than covering for them does. Right. For sure. So. What's the yeah. best
0: thing that a parent can do to serve a teacher throughout the year?
1: Discipline their kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, I, I, that would be my answer that to discipline your child and not cover for them all the yeah. time. You know, that serves them and it helps us out too. I love it when, when a parent is like, I'll take care of it, you know, and you know, they, my kid had a bad day. I'll take care of it. And even if the kid comes back the next day and does the same thing, that doesn't mean you're not doing anything. It just means that, you know, it's a period of growth for the child. And as long as you're doing the absolute best you can to rear this baby and to, um, I say baby cause I had second graders, uh-huh. but
0: I, they're kind of like babies still in some ways.
1: Kind of, but like, let's give them some responsibility. Yeah. You know, I just, that, that's so huge for me. Like, Just giving your kid responsibility. And I have 18 month olds again, and I get how we just want to make it easy for them.
0: Right. Yeah. You know,
1: like the fact that. But that's
0: not training them for life.
1: It's not. It is not. Like the fact that I can tell my baby to, hey, go give me your cup and they can do it, that lets me know you are listening, you can understand me, and you can do things for yourself. Like how much easier does that make it for me that you can do things for yourself? I love it. That's wonderful. So yep. why would I do everything for you? Like yep. how much, how much more confidence does that give you to know that you can do something like that? We love being, we, how proud are we when we can accomplish something when for we sure to get something together or we accomplish a goal that makes us so proud of ourselves. And it gives us the, 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 what would you say the the boldness to take on another challenge so give a, it give love it to it. them like let them go for something
0: i love it so much okay elena i want to hear three things you're loving and let's start there and then we'll go on to what you're reading cuz you already talked about something you're reading and i can't wait to hear now so i start, did i did and i didn't loving. give too many details i know you did so. but it got it it, it sparked <laughs> my interest
1: yeah so three things i'm loving right now are the current season I'm in. I love the current season I'm in, even though it's hard. It's been so good to me. Um, just this newfound independence. Because let me tell you something I, I'm sure is I, I ought to be humiliated about. But this is the first time I'm living by myself. Ever I've in never, your life? Ever. I have never lived by myself. This is my first apartment on my own. Uh-huh. Isn't that insane at 33?
0: It's not insane. I've never lived alone. Really? Yeah, never. I don't I, feel so no. uh, like, freak out. Like, no, no, yeah, no, I don't no. feel like I... I should
1: join a freak show. Nope.
0: Okay. Went to college, lived in the dorm, and yeah. then lived with roommates, and then moved home for a couple years and then got yeah. married. Yeah,
1: and then got married. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like that was my road. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. And I'm, it's, it's amazing. Like the personal growth and the maturation. Um, has been great. And then going through, you know, everything that I've, I've gone through over the past couple of years with, you know, the divorce and all of that, just learning a whole new level of Mm self-worth and self-value and just rebuilding all of that and rooting it in Christ and not accomplishments, not in being a wife, not being a mom, you know, because I think as women, we, Kind of identify ourselves with those type of things. Yeah, yeah, like for being sure. A, and that p- puts pressure on us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if my value and my worth is being a mom when my kid acts out, it's like, oh my gosh, no, you now
0: my value how has weird. gone down. Yeah, right.
1: Or if they don't do so well on a test, or if that you know we we put so much pressure on them in sports and all of this, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. let them be who they are. You aren't graded on your kids' accomplishments right. at all, so it's right. great. Um, also I'm loving being a mom. It is so much fun. Like it's everything I thought it would be. And then some things that I, I had no idea of, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's amazing. Just the mirror they are, it's insane. Like this,
0: it's amazing and scary at the same time.
1: It is like the fact that I was moisturizing my face one time and my, um, Logan, I saw her in the mirror, like copying me
0: Uh huh. and
1: I was like, Oh God, like that They're is watching amazing, everything. but it's so, so scary too. And then Plexus, like, Plexus. I don't know. Do you know Plexus? I have do. You I, have
0: a, I have a really close girlfriend who doesn't love it. And Aaron and I actually um, use some of the products. Do you really? We do. Yes. Yeah. What are you reading these days?
1: I am reading. Oh goodness. Um, you know, I read, Charles Spurgeon, uh-huh. Morning and Evening. His devotional is amazing. I've been doing that for a few years. Did but... you know my
0: husband's writing a book on Charles Spurgeon?
1: No, he isn't.
0: He is, too. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yes. So it's a, details. It's what's, a historical
0: fiction novel. Okay. Yeah, it comes out next year
1: amazing you're gonna love it
0: if you're a spurgeon fan he spent i am last week in london
1: know him oh yeah
0: he went to london last week and um just followed around places that he had been um it was a really really great trip so okay carry on you're you're reading
1: that i'm excited about that book i know it's gonna be great i'm excited too yeah yeah um i'm reading draw the circle you know, the 40 is day that, prayer challenge okay, uh-huh. by Mark Batterson, Mark Batterson, which is uh-huh. good because I also read the circle maker. Okay. Amazing. And, um, the book I slightly mentioned earlier, every bitter thing is sweet.
0: Oh yeah. Sarah, Have Haggerty? you read that? Is that Sarah? Oh yeah. Sarah yeah, Haggerty. Right. Sarah yes. Haggerty, uh-huh. right. I read it last year. Is it amazing it's or what? It's really great. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's like, I feel like she's, she's speaking my heart. Like uh, it's I, so
0: good. Yes,
1: yes. She's a so, beautiful writer. She is, yeah. you know. And um, the more I read it, like the more I find myself like highlighting. Yeah. yeah, this is me, you know. Yes. Just learning to, you know, you you have this plan for your life, right? And this is it's going to go A, B, C, and D. You know, this is how it's going to go. And right, the Lord just wrecks you, and he in the best ways, you know. Totally. And, yeah, it's, she, it's good just learning to trust him and wait on him.
0: Yeah, I just told someone this story this weekend. I was at a conference last okay. fall, and okay. I had never met her before. And you met her? Yeah. Well, this is what happened. I was at an event that she was at as well, and then um, she spoke, and then I was back at the hotel, and I had this moment of just – it was, it was, it was a weird moment for me and I was completely emotional. I was walking back to my hotel room. Yeah. I was drained and I was like on the verge of tears. Right. Um, and I turned the corner and there she is right there. And, oh um, I knew she was, you know, and yeah. we had just been at this luncheon together and I just, I turned the corner and I was like, and she goes, Hey, are you okay? Cause I think I looked a little distraught and I. I just started crying and I just unloaded like 35 seconds of what was wrong. And she was so kind to me in that moment and just like gave me such great encouragement. And so that's my only um, interaction I've ever had with her, but she was so kind. But isn't
1: that the best?
0: Yeah. It was just kindness overflowing from her.
1: Right. Yeah. How amazing. I know.
0: So it was good. I'm glad you're reading that. It's a great book.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm enjoying it a lot. I I am enjoying it. Just, First of all, the scripture that the title comes from is just
0: It's great. Yeah. It's
1: it's insane just mm-hmm. knowing that when you're hungry for something, every anything feels good and everything sounds good. But the the word of the Lord and just his sweetness, how he fills you up and how he just prepares you to do his work and the testimonies and And just the story he's writing, how that impacts so many other people. Oh, yeah. It is so good. And the the bitter stuff really does become sweet. Like, it is goodness. You know, it is is such goodness.
0: It's so good. Well, I'm so glad you're reading that. I enjoyed it. And all of those books that you just mentioned, I'll put up in the show notes for everyone to have. Elena, thank you so much for joining me. Yes.
1: Thank you for asking me on. I found out about you know, the happy hour for when mm-hmm. elder, I know y'all, y'all are good friends yes. and you're visiting her, but I next am week, right.
0: Well, the this, Haven, uh, it's, yeah. Tomorrow actually from when we're recording oh, this. So yeah. Just, oh, so
1: amazing. So yes. I visited with her last summer. I brought my girls and, you know, camp and Asher were able to play uh-huh. and we were just able to just kind of parent together, you know, for like a, a couple days and I visited the Haven. Oh, so yay. beautiful. Yeah. And I, I am excited. Like, yes, I cannot wait I know, for it's it's y'all visit.
0: Yeah. It's our very first happy hour on the road and we're going to oh. college station tomorrow. It's um, going to be
1: the best. Like, it, it's I'm super a excited. beautiful place to kick everything off. It's going to be wonderful. It's
0: so fun, and we want to do more. So we'll just have. Yeah, you, you should. Leads. I know it'd be really fun. So it's great. <laughs> it's great. Okay. Well, I hope you have the best summer. Enjoy those babies. Yes. Yes. Don't enjoy
1: even, your summer too.
0: Don't even worry about homework next year. Okay. And when you start to, i I want you to hear my try. voice saying, "Just let I'm going to send you a
1: text." Like I am dying.
0: Send me some relief.
1: Like
0: and I'm just going to say, let it go. Some
1: words of wisdom. That's yeah. my
0: words of wisdom. Let it go. Let it go. There you go. I'm going to
1: put that on my wall. I have like a prayer wall and I'm going to like find that or letter it or something. Yes. like Let it go. I love it.
0: I love it. I wish I for could say sure. i take credit for it, but you know, there was that big movie
1: <laughs> Elsa. You Elsa. know,
0: it's Elsa's <laughs> words, not mine. <laughs> oh. Okay. Thank you so much and have a great day
1: for sure. You too.
0: Y'all, wasn't that a great conversation with Elena? She seems like truly one of the best teachers out there with the way that she loves the kids in her classroom. I just imagine her being such a delight uh, for the kids every day. It was also good to hear her thoughts about her journey and the struggles of life and recently and how faithful God has been through all of it. Guys, remember everything that we chat about on the happy hour. You'll be able to find it on my website, jamieivy.com. So don't try to frantically write down links or whatever. Just go there, jamieivy.com, and you'll find everything. I'd love to hear from you guys. Find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Send me a message. Let me know what you love from this show. Today's show is edited by Knox McCoy, and the music is from Jason Poe. Guys, this Friday, we have a happy half hour, and you guys love it so much. We should do it every Friday. I don't know. We'll see. But this Friday, the happy half hour is my guest, Melanie, Melanie Dale. And you guys love her. I love her. She was guest number 41 on the happy hour. So go listen to that original interview. And she now has her own podcast called lighten up with Melanie Dale. And I was actually the number three guest on a show. So go find that and listen as well. Then next week for a regular happy hour, it's going to be with Bianca Juarez Oltoff. And I had so much fun chatting with her. Her show is like what a real happy hour would be. Uh, for me in my real life because we went back and forth from lashes to sex trafficking to yoga to strong women to traveling to getting married to all kinds of stuff and so it was so much fun so join us next week as we chat guys enjoy your week share the show with a girlfriend and have a happy hour with a friend